Hello everyone and welcome to your weekly Earfuel News and Notes, where I bring you a quick rundown of all the music news you need to know and point out a few new releases coming out this week. As always, I'm Joel Freemark, and you can follow my daily music ramblings and posts on Facebook under The Daily Guru and on Instagram under Earfuel, so let's get into it. I think the real question this week is, where do I start? Woodstock or Broadway? It's been a weird week in music, so you know what? We'll kick it off with the stumbling Woodstock 50 Festival that is allegedly going to take place this summer up at Watkins Glen. It's supposed to happen in the middle of August, and I said allegedly because, well, they're in a little bit of chaos. As if the rather uninspiring lineup wasn't enough, and the only reason I called it uninspiring is because it's basically the same thing as every other festival has this summer, this week tickets were supposed to go on sale for the festival, and they didn't. Though no official reason was given, and the festival organizers have been on what I can only call a media blackout, with a bit of digging, it was revealed that they have yet to secure a state permit to actually hold the festival. Yes, Watkins Glen has music all summer, but this is a lot bigger, and the state needs to approve of it, and they haven't handled that yet. That permit is, you know, step one of I want to have a music festival. I mean, even when they did Wayne Stock, they knew to cross their T's and dot their lowercase J's before they announced anything. This is sort of amateur. I really don't know what's going on here. But if I were you, unless you really want to pay way too much for water and T-shirts, I'd go to pretty much any other festival this summer. The lineups are frustratingly similar, and this one's just going to be a giant cash grab. Now on to Broadway. Three, that's right, three different musician-based musicals were announced in one form or another this week. And leading the list was one about the life of Michael Jackson. Now, obviously, 2019 has been a rough year for his legacy. And the musical based on his life, it's called Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Well, it was really far into production, and now it's having some issues. The show was actually supposed to open on Broadway this fall, but in the wake of the Leaving Neverland documentary, the Chicago kind of soft opening was canceled, and they're having some issues, which just isn't surprising. The playwrights basically said they are not judge and jury, and that they hope folks will understand that the musical is about his music and not about his questionable personal life. And right now, I don't know if you can separate one from the other. It's a little bit difficult, and uh, I think it's going to be a few years before people are ready to really accept something like a Michael Jackson stage musical. We will see what happens with this one. It was also announced that the John Lennon biopic, it's called Nobody Boy, will be adapted into a stage musical probably in about two or three years. It's going to take them some time so that they do it right. The book was written by, I think that was John Lennon's half-sister, and it focused mostly on his teenage years. So as far as I'm concerned, there is no doubt they're also going to make a movie about this one. Be on the lookout for that if pre-Beatles John Lennon is something you enjoy. And rounding out the trio of musicals, Beyonce's father announced that a Destiny's Child musical will open next year. Apparently, it's going to be about the formation and success of the trio, told from his perspective, which, I mean, he was their manager, so sure, why not? I don't want to say this is a cash grab, but wow, this really sounds like a cash grab. Regardless, with those songs, it should make for a very lively Broadway show. Let's see, what else went on this week? Oh yeah, Britney Spears checked into a mental health facility this week, but she swears she is totes okay, y'all. 
She claimed that her 30-day stay is due to family stress and whatnot, and her father has been seriously ill, which, if I'm not mistaken, caused her to cancel some of her dates in her Vegas residency. But this is a little bit of a dramatic step. Now, I know it would be very easy to make a joke here about her shaving her head or the umbrella incident, but honestly, and I I mean this very, very truly, mental health is a very serious thing. And if Brittany needs some time to check her head, I fully support it. I just hope that she will be open and honest with her fans about what she's going through and kind of explain her journey a bit so, you know, that she can move the envelope of treating mental health disorders correctly forward a little bit. So uh, all the best. We hope Brittany gets better. Speaking of Las Vegas, Sting announced a residency at Caesars Palace next year. So if you want to see Sting, go to Vegas. And what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, so nobody will have to know that you went to see him live. Is my personal bias showing through there? Maybe just a little bit. A few more quick hits, and then we will look at new records. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary have officially added the word Stan as both a noun and a verb, and of course Stan referring to Eminem's classic 2000 song. So now you can call someone a Stan or tell them to stop standing, and you will be grammatically correct. For those of you who need a refresher, to Stan, it basically means being an overhyped, over-the-top fan of pretty much anything. According to Jack Osborne, Ozzy is recovering well from that leg operation that made him cancel his tour. Jack said that the Ozman is back to, quote, being his cynical old self. That's always good news. No doubt we will see Ozzy back on the road soon. And literally nothing can stop Ozzy. Nothing. And finally, Eric Clapton announced a trio of live shows out on the west coast of the U.S. in September, which will be in the run-up to his Crossroads Festival that I think is in Dallas, if I'm not mistaken. And these are going to kind of be his first performances like this in six years. Who really knows how many gigs that guy has left in him? So if Eric Clapton is on your bucket list of people to see, make sure you get out to the west coast of the U.S. in September and see him because you may not have another shot. Now, there are a handful of records coming out this week that you should probably put your ears on, and leading the list is the final offering from the Cranberries, aptly titled In the End. These are the final recordings of the late Dolores O'Riordan, and after its release tomorrow, the band will retire the group and the band name. And all of this was done before she passed away, obviously, and these these are not demos in the traditional sense. These were, they knew where they were, they were going with the songs, they were writing this album, and then, you know, she unexpectedly died. So this is a, this is a sad, sad record to come out, but um, definitely worth checking out. Also releasing new music this week, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, Paws and Foxygen. And if you've yet to hear Beyonce's Lemonade, I've been talking about Beyonce a lot lately, but it's okay because she runs the world, right? Right. Like I was saying, if you've yet to hear her Lemonade album because it was only on title, which I mean, it might as well just be buried under a box of rocks and it would be just as accessible to people. You can now hear it in full on most other streaming platforms. It's a very good record. I suggest you check it out. Music news, check. New album releases, check. For daily posts on everything music-related, you can follow me on Facebook under The Daily Guru and Instagram under EarFuel. And guess what? There is a full-length episode coming out next week. I think you're going to dig it. But for now, it's time for you to get back to whatever you were doing. Because that's it for your weekly EarFuel. Share and enjoy. <laughs>